All right, friends, we are wrapping up our three-part series, New Year, New You, with an interview I'm having with my friend, Elise. You're going to recognize when you first hear her speak that she is not from here. She is from Australia, and she has the most adorable accent. She is the host of the Wholesome Mama podcast, and she assures me that mama is the correct way to pronounce mom. (laughs) She is on a journey to live a life of intention and simplicity, and this includes intentionality with relationships, but intentionality with the things that we put in our homes, in our bodies, and on our bodies. And so today we're talking about a low-tox lifestyle. This is something that I have spoken to you about every once in a while here and there when we've talked about cleaning and the cleaning supplies I use in my own home and how simple it is and safe it is for the kids to use. But she dives in much deeper and you're definitely going to want to listen in, take notes and learn a thing or two about how you can just be more mindful of the things that we're surrounding ourselves with, the things that we're putting into our homes, the things that we are um, putting even into our bodies. So sit back, take notes, enjoy today's conversation and be inspired. All right, friends, enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style. Where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Hi, Elise. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Denny. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. I introduced you to all of the listeners before we came on, but I want to let have you have a chance to tell us who you are and what you do and why you have that adorable accent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so as you can probably tell by my accent, I am from the east coast of Australia, so just a big ocean away, but um, I'm a mum First and foremost, that is my life with three little kids at the moment. So um, my husband and I just celebrated our seven-year anniversary. We've got three little kids. So life at the moment is a bit chaotic, but a beautiful chaos. Yes. Um, And I have a brand called Wholesome Mama. And basically I help mums to be intentional with their lives from um in motherhood all the way to living a more holistic, natural life. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show today was to talk a little bit about the low-tox lifestyle. And so that's where we're going to camp on mainly today. But um, give us an idea of what that even means in case I have listeners who don't know. Yeah, it's funny because now I've been on this journey for 
oh, nearly five years now and Lotox is now just one of those, it's kind of like a buzzword. Yeah. But before you start your journey, you have no idea what Lotox means. So to break it down, Lotox really just means reducing your toxic load. So each of us have a toxic burden, that we call it, where all the chemicals, all the products that we use throughout the day. So you think of most women in the morning, you get up, you might have a shower. So you are um, using shampoo and conditioner, body wash, wash, face wash, and and then you're maybe using moisturizer, then you're putting on makeup. So every one of those products has chemicals in it, which, and it might just be a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but that's adding to your toxic burden that then your body has to naturally detox. And thank goodness our bodies were created with a liver and a kidney or kidneys that we can detox. But when our toxic load is too much, our body can't keep up. Yeah. So that's going low tox is basically a fancy way of saying simply reducing our toxic load. One thing I was just thinking as you were just talking about having a toxic load, like are there any signs or symptoms that our bodies might indicate to us that we are kind of at our capacity? Limit, yeah, yeah. So, and a, a lot of them are things like skin breakouts. Like if you are having breakouts on your face, that is probably one of the biggest warning signs that your body is screaming and shouting to you, hey, I'm not coping here. I'm not. Uh, things like headaches and migraines are a big one. Uh, you know, if you smell someone who's wearing perfume and it's a really strong scent, it's like instantly irritates your eyes. It's almost like you get an allergic reaction. Yeah. That is your body reacting to the chemicals in that perfume to say, I don't like this. Get this away. Right. As you start to feel sick because it's your body reacting saying, something isn't right. Mm. I need to get out of here. I need to be removed from this situation. And so that is the same thing that your body does, but we've just gotten so used to, oh, it's just a headache. I'll just pop a um, pill over here. It's Panadol, but I don't know what you guys have over there. (laughs) Ibuprofen maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll just pop a pill and uh, I'll be, I'll be right. But it's actually your body's way of letting you know, something's not right. I'm struggling here. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned before we hit record that I've started a low tox. I mean, I'm very tiptoeing in, so I'm so excited to hear what you have to say, but I was having that reaction anytime I burned a candle and I could feel it. Like I could feel almost like my lungs not collapsing. That's really, I know people really do have that problem. So, but, but kind of shrinking in a little bit, I did not like it at all. And so there are no candles in my home on, on purpose. Candles is a really hard one because they, they are so beautiful and they add such a cozy feeling to your home. Like I loved candles, but the fragrance in them, and we could spend a long time talking about fragrance, but fragrance is basically a sneaky way that companies can get around putting a cocktail of chemicals in. And so candles and perfume are the biggest culprits for this. And so when you are burning a candle, you're literally releasing toxins into your home. And then the studies of 
fragrance because it's protected under proprietary information, which it's just a whole a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but because it's protected, they don't have to disclose what it is. So it's been, you can see on the EWG, there's lots and lots and lots of research about the chemicals hiding in the word fragrance. So when you turn around and you're looking at a candle or body wash or anything, fragrance is in everything. Yeah. But the it's linked to things like skin conditions, allergies, respiratory respiratory conditions. So when you burn it and you have that respiratory response, that's your body saying something's not right here. Yeah, too much. So what what was it five years ago that had you start the Lotox journey? Yeah, so my son was about four months old and he had chronic eczema chronic eczema we could not get it under control and he being four months old couldn't communicate what was wrong couldn't really communicate that he was sore that he was itchy other than scream so I was like in postpartum screaming child going to to the doctors to different people to see what is wrong with him why is he he's got eczema we cannot get it under control we tried steroids creams all the things Mm-hmm. And then one day I just found out, I went to a girl's night that was actually like an essential oil workshop thing. And I was just like, I just need a night away from a screaming child for five yeah. minutes. <laughs> and in it, I started learning about fragrance and perfumes and stuff. And I didn't do anything about it, went home. And then I just, it stuck with me. And so then I looked at our laundry detergent one day and googled the ingredients and googled their risks and looked at research and um, basically started crying because I realized hang on I'm washing my child's clothes in this that has all these risks all these side effects and I no idea like because we we don't we we assume if a supermarket is selling it it's safe right yes which you know is a is a big thing for you to unlearn and go, okay, actually, no, not all companies have my health and wellness as their priority. They have profit as yeah. their priority yeah. and they, they don't care. So I changed to making my own washing powder because all the natural ones were so expensive. So I found a way to make it myself, which is super easy, super cheap. Um, and his eczema cleared up in two weeks. So then I kind of went, are you serious? Like this is, okay. And wow. that was the start, yeah. And was he, is he your oldest? Yeah, yep. Okay, so yeah, you were probably really freaking out because he's brand new. You don't know what's going on. But then as a brand new mom, there's so much like, I want to get this right. And even as a mom of now, you know, big children who are bigger than me, I still want to get this right. So yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So you make your own laundry detergent. That's one thing I haven't switched over to. So I'm very curious to know how you do it. I hope, do you have resources, Elise, on your website or places that you share recipes? Yeah. So a lot of it is on my Instagram. Um, So the handle there is at wholesome mama. So I share a lot of recipes DIYs on my Instagram. I'm putting together a um, big ebook for people with all the DIY recipes. And then of course I have a, um, the course coming out later this month, which is going to 
hold people's hand room by room through their home and not not just DIYs though because I know that even for me a lot of things I'm like I'm not making everything I'm not making body wash <laughs> and I'm not making shampoo and but the laundry detergent is one cup of bicarb soda so by so sodium bicarbonate okay and then one cup of washing soda okay and half a cup of fine pink salt oh okay that's and that comes close that is do you drop essential oils into it at all if I am sometimes today yeah (laughs) you have three kids under the age of five is that right (laughs) yes yeah five and under yeah so they the washing machine is just constantly on yeah um yeah so that is and it's like two dollars Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, you have no idea yet because wait until they are all in like year round sports and then you work out. I don't know if your husband does, but it is ongoing all the time. (laughs) I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Tell me, tell me more. No, no, no. I was just going to say it costs about $2 to make a batch that lasts me two months and I wash at least once a day. Wow. That not on the weekend because I'm not washing on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have our limits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's remarkable. That's a remarkable savings, honestly. Yeah. So because so. there's this big um, stigma around going natural and, you know, a lot of things you can do it very expensive. Sure. If you, if you are not smart about it, you can switch over and it will be, expensive right but you can be smart about it and you can actually do it cheaper the same if not cheaper especially when you start making your own bits and pieces like an all-purpose spray and washing powder and easy things simple things like that right right does your course cover that we'll talk a little bit more that about that in the end but does it cover that stuff yeah covers everything Awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, so other than little one recovering from eczema, which is in and of itself remarkable, have you seen any personal um effects, positive effects for you or the rest of the people? Yeah, huge. So I I don't know that we've spoken about this before, but I have in the past had endometriosis, like oh. chronic. Okay. Um, would be in bed. So the fact that I have three kids is like a miracle and I'm so thankful to God for that. But chronic, I would have surgery once a year and was on all the birth control, was on like all the pills to try and balance my hormones, all the injections. I at one point had to be medically put into menopause to try and stop. Yeah, so I've had a taste of it and I don't I don't want it. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that that wasn't um that wasn't pleasant, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. So like really irregular periods, and um. Sorry for the guys listening to this, but and if they don't know, they should know. So it's okay. <laughs> um. So all the things like pain, painful as I had a really hard time holding down a job. Um, because I was just so that was that was my life and that was really because your flows were so hard painful oh my it's just the pain I couldn't like I couldn't see I basically had to 
for the week of my period and then the three days around ovulation, I had to be knocked out on pain medicine. Oh, boy. Like it was it was bad. Yeah. And now I have managed. So I we tried for our son. Um, he took months and months and months to try um, to successfully fall pregnant and thankfully carried him almost to term. Um, and but he was born healthy and fine. And then, um, so we've seen the biggest difference was in that try in the trying to conceive between the journey with my son, where it was like temperature and tests and all the things to try and get it right and just couldn't. And then the two girls were, oh, well, that happened. Oh, <laughs> oh we thought about that. <laughs> Wow. But, but apart from that, like now I I haven't had a surgery in three years. So my last surgery was three years ago. And that was after after my daughter was born. They just like to do actually I haven't since my third was born, but when my second daughter was born, they just wanted to do another clear out just to make sure that they were because I just had it so bad. Right. And so at that point we'd kind of been on our going low tox journey for just over 12 months and they were like there's hardly anything like we we don't need to keep booking you in for these annual clean outs now you so I haven't had surgery since then and I have regular normal pain-free I you know it'll it'll surprise me which my period has never surprised me before yeah (laughs) but that for me though is the biggest telltale of okay that like that has changed my life oh yeah and I don't say that lightly but going from you know I could I could not be a mum of three little kids right with, with that um pain yeah, that laid out for several days a month you just there's no you can't do that yeah Wow. And people, you know, of course are listening to this. They can't see my jaw drop, but my jaw is dropping. This is remarkable. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So, okay. So now I'm intrigued and I'm sure everyone listening is intrigued. What would you say would be some of the easiest ways you can dip your toe in into this yeah. journey? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think fragrance, as we've talked about, fragrance is the is one of the biggest culprits. And that's because it's full of um, neurotoxins that basically are destroying your nerve tissue. So that's why you get things like um, migraines. They can even lead to like irritability and behavior controls. It can elevate feelings of depression. Like it is so um, toxic to our bodies. And then on top of that, I think it's over a thousand. So fragrance, over 3,000 chemicals have found to be in that label fragrance so you don't know what what you're putting on your body and of those the majority are endocrine disruptors so they're literally attacking and you think where we spray perfume yeah our thyroid our breast tissues our glands our yeah the very place that it's attacking so it's attacking the thyroid and our hormone balance it's attacking our resp- um, our reproductive system so for women as as hard as it is perfume it's got to go because yeah. it's 
literally we wear it to feel more feminine we want to we want to smell beautiful and we want to feel beautiful and you can get natural um you can use essential oils you can get natural perfume but getting rid of fragrance um and unfortunately it's just hiding in everything but that is probably the most crucial and um just a really good first step for you to feel physically different as well yeah interesting let's talk about labels for a second because you're saying that it's appearing on the back of labels so if I'm picking out a soap and I'm looking and I see fragrance there are these hidden chemicals we don't know what it is it could be and it likely is really toxic um what other things should we be looking out for on labels or anything specific as fragrances yeah, so there's there's quite a few, and this is where I really want to keep it simple, especially for people who are tiptoeing and getting started, because you can it gets really overwhelming, and that's why I'm I just really want to simplify it down and take out the overwhelm. So fragrance is the biggest one. Um, parabens, which are preservatives, they're made from petroleum, so I don't really want to be washing my body in petroleum. Thanks. Um, PEGs are another big one. So it'll have PEG dash something, something, something. So I stay away from those. Um, and then SLS and SLES as well. So they're, they're kind of the big, big ones that I would stay away with, um, as a starting point. And, you know, you can, it's a, it's a journey. The thing is that to me, the whole idea of going low tox, it's not that you're going to ever get to a destination of I have nothing toxic in my life because right. you're still going to go outside. You're still going to like right. it's all about just reducing your toxic load. So those few things, fragrance, parabens, PEGs and SLS, SLES are a great place to start okay. uh, when it comes to products. Yeah. Um, the, the picture that came to my mind when you said, we're not going to come to that place. I was literally picturing Heidi, um, you know, the book Heidi. <laughs> and it was also, we, that would be lovely, but we are likely not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, we still yeah. live in the world. Yeah. yeah, we do. We do. And yes. Um, so, okay. So if we remove those big labels, um, fragrance and parabens and all of that. And we just talk in simplistic forms in terms of um, things that we could, as we start exploring a little bit, start transferring out. So we know candles, we know perfume, we know detergent, we know soap. What are some other things just simplistically that we could think, oh, this could be when we're starting to dip our toe further and further could be replaced? Yeah, just simple swap. So things like uh, using a spray aluminium spray deodorant okay so because it's got aluminium in it it's literally blocking your pores so you can't deodorant's a, a good one to talk about because you when you sweat that is your body literally detoxing right your toxins are coming out in your sweat so but we uh, have been marketed to very cleverly and been told that sweat is bad yeah. that you shouldn't sweat and your funny thing is your sweat shouldn't actually smell bad the smell in your sweat is the toxins oh oh it's very interesting so when you and when you ha- when you detox from um using synthetic 
deodorants like our aluminium sprays, your body has to go through a detox process. So okay. if you want to do that, I suggest doing it in winter. Okay. And just rub lemon. Cut oh. a lemon in half, random. Cut a lemon in half, but lemon helps your body detox and helps the smell to move on quicker. I love um, also, I'm going to translate to all of our um, listeners <laughs> because the word you were saying was aluminum, right? Alum- aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are so adorable, but I really like aluminum. <laughs> I know you say it much better. <laughs> oh. Aluminum. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. And that's true. I mean, that's really what we are doing is we are saying, hi, I don't want this on. Keep the toxins in. That's. Yeah. So it's blocking, blocking, blocking. Yeah. And so your body has to go through a period of unblocking right. and getting, but then you get to a point like now, I don't have to wear deodorant every day. When I sweat, it doesn't smell. And my body, I know that my body's sweating. Oh, it's actually doing its job. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if we think about it, if we shift our mindset just a little bit too, and think our body is doing its job, this is what it's yeah. meant to do. Is It's really a powerful, really a powerful reset. Yeah. All right. Any other practical tips that you could help these mamas with to just start? Yeah. Uh, did you want to quickly talk about f- food, starting with yeah. food? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big one. But food I find is, I find food easier to swap. It sounds a lot more daunting, uh, but particularly now there's so many more options with food. So food for me is that anything with numbers in the label okay. is a no. Basically, if you look at the ingredient list on a packet of food or whatever if food isn't in the ingredient list it goes back yeah and it's just it's learning and it is you know we still eat yummy food we still eat good food but we've just changed our mindset around actually I want to um, nurture my body and I want to especially I've seen the difference for me personally with my my hormones and everything and then our son we know one what our kids behavior is like when they're not eating all these processed chemicals and right and then yeah so numbers um anything I can't pronounce and not like oh I can't pronounce that vegetable right Um, (laughs) you know you can tell when it's a chemical yes word yes um and then things like additives and flavor color you know color or B or something. No. Right. Um, because I think in the US there's one, I think it's red. Yeah. Three. It's red, red 40 or something. Red for something like that. Yeah. And um, it's banned in cosmetics because it is a carcinogen. Oh yeah. But it is allowed in food. So, and the particularly, and I know a lot of your listeners are going to be over in the US that, you know, not, not all this, especially products, it's not regulated. Right, right. People can put in whatever they want. And as we talked about in the beginning, they're, they're for profit, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. just, and that's I'm, how it is. And that's why we need to be empowered yeah. to take control for ourselves. 
Right. And I'm going to go on a teeny tiny little tangent because, um, you know, even as early as 20 years ago, when I was teaching full time, I didn't see nearly as many food allergies in my kid. In fact, I didn't have one food allergen kiddo. And now you see it. So it is so prevalent. My son is one as well. So he has life-threatening severe allergies, which is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does make me wonder if the, you know, the, all the additives that we, we have in our packaged foods and all of the convenience it is. And, you know, it's just, I mean, we, we know that it leads to obesity. We know that it leads to all kinds of yuck. I just, the bottom line just makes me grumpy. Doesn't it? Yeah. The bottom line is it money is the thing that speaks loudest in so many industries. And it just makes me grumpy. Yeah. And I love what you said. You said convenience. And that is a huge thing that we have been sold to. We have been sold. I guess it's almost a lie of you need to have, we need to be this microwave generation where we just get what we want when we want. And, you know, we, I don't want to spend an hour cooking dinner for my family and I want to heat up in the microwave 15 minute, but that's not nourishing your body. And when we realize that actually it's coming at a cost. Right. And, you know, with, with nothing. Yeah. 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 Way more than just money because health, health problems cost a lot of money. Right. And that's where you don't see. And there's a quote that says something about the first 40 years of your life is your you giving your body messages with what you're consuming, what you're eating, what you're using. And the next 40 years is your body reading them back to you. And oh. that's where we see a lot of chronic illness. Like we are literally sicker than we have ever. As a global population, especially in you know, us first world um, developed countries, we are, we are sicker than we have ever been. Right. Yeah. We, we're the ones with the clean water, with the health systems with, but our soil has never been so depleted and we are spraying it all day, every day with things. And so it's, this is why it's so important that, and I, I just didn't know this before, but we need to be empowered with our health so that we can make better decisions for our families. Right. So our kids can grow up and thrive and live long, healthy lives. Right. Right. And information is power in mm. in any way we think about it. Right. And I do think, and this is another little tangent, but I feel like, you know, the more often we see those smartphones and I'm, you know, quoting quotation marks, smartphone, I think this is probably going to get a little shade for this. I think smartphones are making people more dumb, honestly. Absolutely. And it is just, you know, we're losing so much of human contact. We're losing so much just power in, in these simple things, like making decisions that are healthy for us. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw like, I don't know what it was like over there, but for us after lockdowns and lockdowns and lockdowns and lockdowns it's like people forgot how to be friends people have forgotten how to have conversation and I think that you know that just sped up the process that smartphones have been on for a while but um yeah it's 
it's this idea that it's okay to unlearn things. Like it's okay to not want to be, you know, on all the time. It's okay to want to spend an hour cooking dinner for your family. It's okay to want to make better health decisions for your family. Actually, I highly recommend it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because good stuff happens, right? I mean, I talk to my mamas all the time about just, you know, of course I'm talking about decorating, but creating beautiful spaces, but it's these spaces so that you can be super intentional with the people you share the spaces with. And that doesn't mean spending all your time doing the thing on your smartphone, or even in my case, all the time doing the pretty painting or the wallpapering or whatever, it is clearing up that time so that you don't want to be burdened by the stuff of life so that you can really Mm -hmm. sit in front of the people who are important to you and spend time. Yeah. It's all about being present. You don't even have to do it perfectly, but it's just about being present. And I love your message about creating a beautiful home, beautiful spaces that are yours and are you in them for you to bring in people to be present with. Right. Right. And enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Okay. Anything else that, you know, that we can kind of simply transfer out. So we talked about some of the, the home things, um, and some of the food things and gosh, we got on a really deep (laughs) rabbit hole, but I love it. Absolutely. (laughs) But anything else simplified that we could be thinking about? Yeah. So water is a big one. Uh, especially I think I know in the US you can search what is in your state's water or your town's water or something. We don't have that over here, um, but we I've kind of been able to find a way to. But seeing the things, the chemicals that are in our water, getting a water filter, and it is some of some of them are very expensive, but some of them do the job. They're not as expensive, but that because our bodies are mainly water, and we need we need water. We have to stay hydrated. So that is probably another really good one. But just remembering that it's not about perfection. And I really want um, everyone listening to really understand that, that it's it's not about perfection. As we said, information is information and it's simply about knowing better and then doing better. We yeah. are, we're, we're all doing the best we can. You know, I was, I was doing the best I knew when I was washing my son's clothes, all our clothes in this detergent and going on all these pills for my um, pain and stuff, but going, okay, well, actually I'm going to learn better. Yeah. Now that I know better, I'm going to make better decisions. Right. I love that. Yeah. Once you know better, you can do better. I love that. All right. Tell us before we go, tell us a little bit about the course that you have. Yeah. So the course is called the home detox method and it came about after speaking to mums and I've, I've pretty much documented my whole going low tox journey over the last five years. And, but to everyone, it's really overwhelming. It's, you know, you look at the end goal and go, wow, I don't know how to get there. So what I've done is 
I've partnered with one of my friends, Kayla, who has a low-tox store, and we have gone through, and it's going to work for people in Australia and the US. So we've made sure we've got products from everywhere. Yeah. Um, because I, I know that that's um, everyone will be like, where's, where's the US? Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're in there. Yeah. Um, but, and it's a it's a room by room. So it's eight weeks. Uh, we are running it live for this first time, um, probably this first time only. And it is eight weeks to remove toxic chemicals from your home. So we're going room by room. We're going to delve into the conversation that we had today. We're going to delve into a lot deeper, um, you know, really look at what are toxins and how they're really affecting your body. Then we're going to look at reading labels and how you can confidently go to the shop and know if something's good or bad. And then we go room by room. So we're going to do the bathroom, the kitchen, the laundry, all the things. So I'm I'm really excited because I know that it needs to be simplified. And um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to take women through it. That's awesome. And you know, it's so good because your experience and all of the research that you've done. I mean, that alone, if someone like me were to say, I don't. I, I want the information in the cliff note version. I want it abridged. I want it super simplified. So thank you for doing all that research for us. <laughs> I appreciate it because yeah. I know people like me will appreciate it. So yeah. is that um, the link to, is there a wait list now since it's not? Yeah. Like- yeah. So I can give you all the um, the links for the wait list. And then when it goes live, um, yeah, can hop in and. Okay. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited for that. And I cannot wait after I um, stop record, I'm going to go get on the wait list because <laughs> I am ready to dip more than my big toe in <laughs> my foot. Just my yeah, foot. foot. I'm ready to dip my foot. Actually, I think my foot is in, I think I'm ready to dip my knee. I'm, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> but I, I love it because it's a lifetime access. You can do it. You don't have to do it in eight weeks. That's just our our thing is that you can do it room by room in eight weeks. But if you want to go a lot slower and do it over a year, over two years, right. you can do that too. Because as I said, it's a process. It's a journey. Yeah. It's not a one and done. So, right. yeah. And it's it's sounds like it's more of a, not a sprint, it's a marathon. <clears throat> yeah. So if I do the bathroom, for example, and two years down the road, I want to re- remember, you know, see maybe what bad habits fail back in or yeah. whatever. I'll have access to that. Love yeah. It. yeah sure. Awesome. Well, Elise, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I am so excited to have all of my mamas connect with you. Tell us again, the name of your podcast so they know where to go. Yeah. So the podcast is the wholesome mama show and mama is M U M M A the correct way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then the Instagram is at wholesome mama and the website is wholesomemama.com. Perfect. So and all of, find me. all of those links will be in the show notes. All right. Thanks so much, Elise. Thank you so much, Danny. I've loved our conversation. Me too. Wasn't that a great conversation with Elise? I left feeling so inspired to make a few changes of my own in our own home. And I mentioned before that my toe has been dipped, my foot has been dipped, and I am ready to learn more. 
I hope you are too. I hope you join me in Elisa's course. It is now open. There is no longer a wait list. It is live and open. And you are just in time for the eight-week live program that she's going to be hosting as she as she gets this course underway. So join me over there. The, the link to that course to register is in the show notes. And I loved what Elise said at one point. You know, you once you know better, you do better. And this is something where she takes out a lot of the guesswork for us who are already busy mamas, who are already trying our best to do our best. And when some of that research is done by someone who is as, pas- as passionate as Elise is, it makes our jobs a little easier. So I am taking full advantage and I hope to see you over in the live course. All right, friends, until next time, I will see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.